Hosted by Thomas McClellan and George Gibson. So, this is our first official podcast. Welcome to the Virtual Party Podcast. Episode one. Episode one. And uh, I'm here with my guest, uh, Mike. Not there my I guest. am. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. I'm telling all three of you here. This, we are co-creators of this oh, podcast. Oh yes, well I'm sorry, my bad. Yes, so we welcome to our virtual party podcast. And as the name says, virtual party, but we'll, we'll, we'll find out our name. For we'll think our... about the name. We call it a virtual party because we have a, a, a group oh, chat yeah. on Facebook and it's just like this is talking yeah. to friends and all that. So mm-hmm. so that's what we came up with the name virtual party because it has a nice ring to it because it is just about conversation. It's about anything, literally everything. So if you don't know, yes, as George said, we're in this group chat called the virtual party and it's just literally just talking about the most randomest shit Everything ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly about our drunken nights out. <laughs> Mainly your drunken um, nights out. <laughs> we might talk about that later. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into the first topic. So I want to talk about first, everybody's talking about this right now. I can see your face. <laughs> let's talk about Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Okay, so right, I'm leaving your opinion until last, okay, because I know what you're going to say. Okay, right, right, right. What do you think about Andrew Tate? You know where I stand with Andrew Tate, right? And I think a lot of you are very mixed bias about him. Um, a lot of people out there are like, how can I put this? They do agree with what he says, but I, I see a Maybe lot of people- not the way he says it. Yes, but not the way he says it, because I see a lot of people out there take it very offensively. I'm one of those people who do kind of side with them where it's quite offensive now i do believe in freedom of speech i do believe like you have the rights to say how you feel but definitely to an extent there's so much you can say until the point where it becomes very offensive and people get hurt by what you say yeah i mean but do you know do you, you, do, do you know where i'm coming from though? i know where you're coming from but the thing is we're free the whole point of freedom of speech is being able to say what you want to say and not be worried of being censored and we're not even talking about hate speech, mm. which might be another topic in yes, itself. But yeah. uh, Andrew Tate is the top G. <laughs> He's the top G. What do you yeah, think, yeah. Luke? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you in soon. Yeah, we'll get you yeah, we'll leave, 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 leave Luke out. We'll get him in soon. We'll talk about a few things first. So, yes. um, so back on the topic, Andrew Tate, right? The top G. Where do you yeah. actually stand with what, 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 what he says and about what he believes? What do you stand? Where do you stand? Well. I don't want to be too biased as well because I'm only seeing the top clips on TikTok and all. I haven't listened and watched this whole like hours of his interviews, so I do know some of what he says is a joke. Some of what he says he's over exaggerated, and some of it's been twisted. But um, in general, I do agree with what he says because he's trying to champion men like us, young men, and even younger. He's trying to champion mental health and how young men feel because he also said this listen he also said this he said that young men feel lost we're invisible and if you look at it you know if we go on a date nap or whatever we are invisible and if we go on social media do you know how hard it is for us to build an audience when when a, a hot girl can just put out her bikini and get a thousand followers straight away and that's true i'm sorry it's true right so you're saying about about mental health and like he's trying to raise awareness for mental health but do you realize from some of the stuff that he says actually causes mental illness. You realize, like, especially for women, 
that's just going to cause a whole lot of stress, a lot of mental distress for women out there. And not even that, he's quite a racist. I'm sorry to say that, but he's a racist. <laughs> what did he say, racist? He is a racist. What did he say? He's, there's, have you not seen all these TikTok videos where he talks about racism and stuff like that? He says, he says, oh, they should be put in their place and stuff like that. He's like Donald Trump. Yeah, but he's coloured himself. I know, but do you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a racist, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a sexist and stuff well, like, like that. I, but I, and you're, <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying like he's trying to raise awareness for mental health. He's, yeah. he's causing mental stress. No, I don't think so. I think you know okay he doesn't really he looks at maybe one part i'll agree with you there he looks at depression in a um in a way he says depression doesn't exist i don't agree with that i do think depression's a problem and we've suffered it and most people we know of our age have suffered as well but what he's trying to say thomas is <laughs> he's not even giving me chance <laughs> what he's trying to say is you know, you gotta try. You gotta try yourself. You gotta try and get yourself out of that um, that mental loop that we put ourselves in. You know, try and try and escape that and build and you know work on yourself as a man. And look, I do some of the things. I will say some things I don't agree with what he says. I do agree with a lot of what he says. And this is leading into our next topic. Right. Partly freedom of speech. Okay. And I believe everyone has a right to say what they want to say. And him being censored, I think that is. Yes, Absolutely I do. I do. I do believe that. Yeah, you know, him being banned because about what he believes and stuff like that it is quite harsh. You know, to be to be to do that. But I feel like if I'm just saying, if he was to be more more aware about what he's saying, because obviously the way he says things makes it sound like he's the bad guy. Yes, so if he was to yes. word it differently and stop, stop saying like, I'm going to choke the bitch out and shit like that. I've seen TikToks where he says that. Stuff sparkling like that. water. And, well, it's fine, that's hilarious. <laughs> what colour is your like, Bugatti? <laughs> what colour is your Bugatti? <laughs> stuff like that, you know, that's that's fine. Like, that's not offensive at all. That's just, that's just content. <laughs> but I've seen videos and I've seen audio yeah. where he's like, oh, I'm going to choke the bitch should be put in their place and shit like that. See him saying that. If he was, maybe but, if he was to put in the, in the way. But Thomas, I I also think that is not, hundred percent the way, people are taking it because he's trying to, I think he's trying to look at things more in a male and female way, like not literally choke. It's it's more like but the man is the man and the female is the female and now there's getting more of a divide there. It's like. But that's Multi genders yeah, and all that. It's like, but, where, what is a man, that, what is a woman? But then you know? again, that goes in the topic of feminism. Every woman has a right. You and mean, men have rights and too. And men has rights, yes. losing their rights. Well, not really. I mean, uh, I feel like women are still losing their rights. Well, that's maybe that's the other Well, let's go on to our next right, topic. But guys, you see what we're doing here. We're talking, we're freely talking. And this is a big thing I want in this podcast. And any guests, I don't care what you say. Come here and say what you want to say. That's the point of this podcast is to be able to talk and, yeah. and even be able to have a joke about it. Yeah, yeah. So well, I want to go on to our next topic because topic. speaking of Andrew Tate, obviously he is a YouTuber. Well, content he, he, creator. he was, he was. He content was. creator and we are content creators. Yes, so so what we're trying to do. We're going to talk about what is it like as a content creator here in Northern Ireland, even if it's filmmaking, if it's, if it's on TikTok, Instagram Live, uh, Instagram Stories, whatever. Well, obviously, you just came into the world of that because obviously, you know, you've been friends with me for a while, and you know, um, I've kind of like brought you into this world. Yeah. So I, how 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 are you find as a newbie as a newbie? How are you find I don't know if you call me a newbie. Well, I mean, you're like, only starting off. I mean, like you started about eight years ago. Eight years ago, I. Now, here's the thing about mental <laughs> health. I was, 
I never even left the house. I was like so anxious. So I didn't really join him. Yeah. He was like doing his own thing. I was yeah. like, well, he's filming. I'm too nervous about that. Yeah. Anyway, I only started really joining in with him in filmmaking, writing stories, because I like creative ideas. So, so like, you're always, you're pretty much an introvert a, yes. a lot of your life. But recently, last few years, I've been getting out doing things. And so basically, we came up. Uh, we've infected. We've yes. talked about this before. It's one yes. of our series. Well, I don't, not in the podcast. Not in the podcast, but, but in to other people media, in general. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Over me, we have talked about infected and like how successful it has yeah. been. Yeah, I won't get into how we started because no. we already said it. But anyway, infected. It's a series. We came up. Me, uh, Joe, Joe Lennon, Joe Lennon, Joseph Lennon, and uh, Thomas. Yes, and we just it was just a random thing. It was organic and it was brilliant. That's the way the most yes. ideas are made. It's just. Yeah. It's just on the day, like on the day, on the spot, yeah. But anyway, that's pretty much the point where I got right, into filmmaking, got into film. and so it's been about four years. Now the way that started was because you didn't really know about cameras, but you you had you always knew ideas, ideas, story ideas, ideas, story ideas. ideas. So like, so the way that obviously, well, we might as well talk about how in fact it started. I'm like, it was, it was a very random day, and like I'll probably leave a link to it in the description below if this is going on YouTube of um the very first episode and just do you remember how i started with me and you and joe how in fact it started yeah it was a walk yeah. to hollywood we we're on this walk to hollywood and we came across this big massive wasteland and if there's anyone out there who knows um hollywood exchange this was big massive wasteland and we came across that and we were, well, I, I always bring my camera everywhere i go yeah and i was like this would be such a cool like location for like a positive yeah. thing and that's so, how it started and that's how i started and ever since then we've began to get more episodes rolling. You you came up with ideas, I wrote them down in the script format because you're not really still sure how to actually format a script properly. Yeah, yeah, just so, mainly ideas, but, and just, you know, microphone on, yeah. acting sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's basically it. So mm. I put myself, or I've been doing this with helping out Thomas, joining him on the odd time, especially jobs, jobs, especially jobs. For about yeah. four years, but he's been doing about eight years. Yes. Um, and but, there is another talented filmmaker in this room. Should we bring one now? Let's bring them on. Since we're talking about the topic. Mr. Luke. Luke. Come on board. Come sit down. So, Luke. Yes. Obviously, you came from Belfast, Met. Yes. The same campus as I was uh, in the H&D. Yeah. Or did you start at level three or did you go immediately into H&D? So, I started doing uh, level three visual effects because at the time I, I, was, I was doing like editing and like music videos and stuff yeah. like that so i was like you know what i'll probably just go into more to the effects department yeah. um but then i did that there but then i started gradually getting my love for filmmaking back in the ship so I'm like, you know what i'll do level five at each and d in film and then now that's what i'm in now and finished my first year going to my second year and how many years has that been now for you like as a creative how many years have you been yeah. interested in film oh in film so since I you were a kid or i so yeah. since i was 13 years of age mm. Uh, I was an extra on Game of Thrones, nice, nice. and ever since I saw like the set, yeah. like the uh, actors, and even sitting beside Kit Harrington, and being yeah. like, he's like sitting there having dinner, and he's like, alright yeah. guys, I, 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 I saw Jamie Lannister, that guy. I like, yeah. it's just a, awesome, it's yeah. such a weird feeling, but it, I just looking at it, I was like, you know what, I love films, but I love the way they're made. Like this looks amazing. I yeah. love the work in this. So ever since thirteen to now, which in twenty, so about seven years, really interested in doing filmmaking and stuff like that. So nice. Yeah. Um, so since we're talking about you know content creation in Northern Ireland, yeah. I, I, like I, I of the three of us, like, how would you say is it difficult 
do you feel like it's easy to get content out there or like is is it hard to get like a following we'll start with you like how do you how do you find it do, do you find it difficult and like can, do you feel like it's difficult for you to get a following and in this country as well what do you well, think that's about what I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. so i feel like uh it, it really depends on how hard you work to be yeah. honest uh if you're if you're fully committed to actually getting content out there it can work but i feel like because Northern Ireland is such a small country. Like you go to, you compare Northern Ireland to America, right? America, there's millions of people, way more than Northern Ireland. Um, you get people in America, and you see a lot of them being successful because yeah. there's more people. Yeah. In Northern Ireland, it's such a small country, and because of that, you you have a thing called small town competitiveness. So yeah. everyone, like even videographers or rappers or anything like that, they want to be on top. Yeah. And if if they are on top, people are jealous of that. So people, I feel like, just need to be more supportive of their creators, and uh, I feel like the Northern Ireland scene in terms of content will build up gradually, but not in the next like ten years or so. Yeah. Now there has been a growth in content creation yeah. here, especially on TikTok. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. And we're going to get into that. Uh, so I just came across TikTok. I don't know, maybe, maybe just about a year now. Yeah, a year. And it's such a platform because it's obviously because it's, it's such a modern sort of like app to use now and like literally everybody can do it, it doesn't matter if you're a filmmaker yeah. or a creative you, literally it could be a 12 year old kid doing like a stupid dance I and you yeah. get like millions of views yeah while us filmmakers we're, we're bursting our asses off and we get like about maybe 200 views yeah, <laughs> yeah you know that, that is true yeah so uh, it's how, now that's going on to another thing how do you think us as creatives, how do you feel like we can get more of an audience on TikTok? Do you feel like we can still do what we do or do we have to like um, grow with the emerging sort of like trends? Yes, like that? yeah. I feel like it's, it's sort of like, it, it depends on what you're doing. If you're more passionate about your work, just showcase your work because that will get you more high paying clients or just clients in general. Uh, but if you're if you're there for viewage and getting a following and actually become more of like an influencer more than an actual filmmaker, then you might as well just do like the stupid shit that yeah. you usually mm -hmm. do and then and incorporate your work also into that. Yeah. So um, you know, like that's the thing, like TikTok, people are there to look for like seven seconds clips are not there to watch a short film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like for example, I learned that the hard way on Instagram. Even on Instagram I uploaded reels of yes. things I did. And it wasn't really packing a punch within yeah. on Instagram. I was like, okay, cool. The showcase on work was not really packing a punch. So then I just started dropping images. Yes. So like actually just screenshots because people yes. on Instagram, they're scrolling and they're liking and they're, yeah. so they keep on scrolling afterwards. So when I incorporated just doing screenshots, that's all I've ever done since. And the likes and the volume yeah. started pipping up. I was like, okay, well, that's just, that's a, now I find a method. I just need to just do that continuously. No, no not as much reels anymore. Yeah. Just to do, um, just to do the highlight or the screenshots. Yeah, the screenshots, yeah. Now that's another thing, yeah, I've realised that too. So I've started to upload my actual short films onto yeah. Instagram and it doesn't seem to get a lot of following there. Yeah. Now, whenever you post on the likes of Facebook or, or YouTube, mm -hmm. you get loads of views, but that's the thing, yeah. So you have to think about your platform where you're uploading to. Yeah. Instagram is more of a photo-based thing, so yeah. screenshots fine, yeah. but I don't see it mainly for video. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's definitely an image-based, picture-based yeah, app. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and then, like we talked about TikTok, it's more for short-based content. Yeah. But as filmmakers and creators, if we find the perfect way to create short videos and still have our niche, yeah. it, it, it'll get us loads of views. 100%. And I just feel like, uh, like you know, I feel like even just going into short films in general is like a niche thing. It's, yeah. a, it's a niche 
thing to do, but it's it's something you do to then get higher up and to get the bigger films, yes. the feature films. That's how you start off. You need to showcase your work over what you've worked on. And so it is a very niche thing to do and not a lot of people will like it or really care about it. You know, when you're going to an all, like, for example, I have it all the time. I go to my uh, friend or brother or my mom even and be like, here, look, look at what I did. I, I did the shot. Yeah, I did yeah. this lighting and all. They don't care. No, they don't care. They don't care. They're just like, oh, that looks cool. That yeah. looks like a film. They're just trying to make you feel. But like, you awesome. obviously know the technical aspect of yeah. it. You know what you've put into the the shot, the composition, the lighting, the audio, just everything. Yeah. They don't understand that, which is completely fine. So yeah. as long as an audience can look at that and be like, you know what, that looks really the, good. Yes, and yeah, they yeah. can understand the story out of it. That's, that's all I care about. To be I honest. have a question for both of you. Okay, okay. Right, okay. How far do you want to get in this industry? Are we talking Oscar level? No, the past, because obviously, so we're, we're both filmmakers, yeah. but as a job, I, I'm I'm a I'm obviously a videographer. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my day-to-day -day stuff is creating content for brands yeah. and businesses. So I haven't had really a lot of time to be making short films. Yeah. I love to make short films, and like even my recent short film, My Hero, which is still coming out by the way. Um, it's just that I've never had the time to finish it. Yeah. And it's because I've been so busy, and not even that. Obviously, with everything, it falls over our money. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that money. What can you do? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but if we're talking about like how high of a level I want, we want to get to, I've always wanted to win an Oscar, mm -hmm. and like I, I feel like I can't get to that stage. Um, but it's just the, the way that the these days are going with me yeah. personally. It's like I, I just don't have the time to make short films. Yeah. If I had every single day, if I had if I was able to earn money by making short films for a living, I would love that. But yeah. Obviously, and we're all running out of money as well. Yeah, <laughs> the prices and all that yeah. stuff. You know, I, well, how about inflation you? happening right now. Yeah. Probably. Um, for, for myself, I feel like I do. I do really want to get high in the industry. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to like get somewhere into like a big like you know conglomerate like, yeah. even company like the like BBC oh, or yeah, yeah. Uh, it could even be Netflix even. Yes. Like, it's just something I got there to be able to work on. Uh, Morally, my dream sort of is would be to work, to work on or work with Universal. Okay. I would love to work with Universal, but obviously that that's very hard because, um, you know you have to like really build yourself up. You have yeah. Lots and lots of experience, which is fine. But that that comes with filmmaking. You know you can be a young filmmaker and be successful, but it's it takes a couple of years to actually like if you if for example if you want to be a director, yeah. you couldn't be a director by the time you were twenty. Yeah. Unless you're like. A very very good and you get a really great opportunity yeah um but most of the time it take you but like until you're like at least 30 odd yeah. or 40 odd that yeah. you like actually sure, there was a director there. who's out there i can't remember his name who was it but you yeah, we must know him but i i read about it and i was like the guy only started when in his 50s 60s yeah and that's how he, he became actually successful yeah. in directing he was exactly. like 50 years old it's yeah. like it's so scary and, and that, that. that also comes down with another thing as well i feel like a lot of the young people are really like toned up on the part of like oh I need to be successful I need to climb the ladder I need to be on top of the game when you're young but you don't you don't no, have to no. like uh, the, only, the only way you'd be thinking about is if you think you're gonna die soon yeah but we're not whoa yeah as you're blessed for every day that's cool but yeah, like yeah. um when it comes to uh you know that sort of thing and um, I feel like a lot of people need to sort of uh, just relax a wee bit and just focus on creating good content and creating their good portfolios yes. to then apply that to businesses and yeah. other groups as well. So yeah, yeah. So nice. focus nice. on the day because this. This is true. I've always been told this. It's like 
the best present of all is presence. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah just being yeah. in the moment, yeah. yeah, and just enjoying every single day yeah, that you yeah. have. Because that actually is a good segue into the next conversation. Because I was going to talk about obviously this topic current affairs. I know it hasn't been brought up a lot, but mm. obviously there's still war happening in Ukraine. And yeah. obviously, George, you have family over there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I got, fam- I got my aunt there and uh, my uncle, and I've got my uh, cousin there as well. Yeah. And uh, I think my cousin might be on the front line soon, mm. not just yet, but soon, because the conflict hasn't re- reached the area they're in. But basically, uh, my aunt and my uncle did escape yeah. with their lives. They were nearly, uh, They were nearly shot down by helicopters and all that like they were just hovering right above their flat so they i thought that was it. i thought i was never going to see him again you know so that's scary like imagine if you saw a helicopter i saw this window right oh. now like i'll be shitting the brick i'll be like you know what take them i'm gonna get out of here yeah, <laughs> uh, that's just like that whole conflict with ukraine and russia like it's been going on for ages now hasn't it yeah oh yeah uh, I, I, that's my honest the fact that I think I, I'm sitting here thinking oh it could be resolved but it hasn't even resolved no. yet no it's still going that's on that's bad yeah but it's the fact crazy. that it's like because it's been so long since it's been on yeah. no one talks about it anymore but yeah. it's still happening it's still happening I think we're on the brink of World War 3 to be honest like I agree with you George because like not even that there's all, there was this thing that I've read or heard that there might be a conflict between uh, if, if, is it America and China? China's is, is, yeah. it, is it America and China or something like that? Yeah. Where it's like it's like the nuclear warheads, or something like that. It was something like that. I feel like it's just there. There has to be like a occurrence. Like if there's an occurrence that affects all countries. Like let's say like you know, like I don't know Russia or something like killed. You know, uh, what, what do you call it? Zelensky, isn't it? What do you call the guy? You're, you're, Zelensky. Zelensky, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I say, they killed Zelensky. Yeah. Or so, just something mad that happens. Yeah. I think that would go oh, yeah. 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 And then we would start, and then uh, you get countries who you're with, partner with Russia, then yeah. defending them, and then it turns into World War III. I don't think, it. I feel like we are at a point in time where it could not happen, but I do definitely believe there is a war happening that will or will happen very 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 soon and not like within maybe within the next maybe year it could could be be honestly like within the next like 10-ish years yeah i'd say there could be another world war and i just don't know where that leaves us as a country country, yeah yeah and that's another thing us as a country this is going to be very controversial for all of this right there's always that that's always that thing in the back of your head will Northern Ireland, United, United, Ireland. Mm. United Ireland. Because that's always been something that's been talked about recently, especially here in Northern Ireland, because obviously there's this whole thing with Champagne, DUP, and who's, yeah. one, who's running the store yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that shit. Um, and everybody's talking Wait, about Wait, before it. we get into that, i got to say. Okay. If there was a world war that broke out, yes. okay, this is for both of you. Okay. Would, and if... Are you, talking about, are you talking about whose side are we going? No, 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 nothing like that. Nothing like that. Okay. So world war breaks out. Yeah. yeah. Obviously... One of the first policies they would put out is conscription. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Would you follow? Would you join? If you were made to, they're like, okay, you know, it's time to fight for your country. Would you join? Personally, I wouldn't, because I don't agree with war. And if I had to defend myself, I would, but I wouldn't want to join. See, that's that's difficult. Well, that's a difficult choice because I mean, if you were made to fight. I would, I would, I would, I'd be you, like, I wouldn't want, if I was forced to, I wouldn't. Look at Muhammad Ali sent to prison because he was a conscientious yeah. subject. Look, I don't agree to it. 
I'm I'm afraid of death and like I'm terrified. I sometimes I don't sleep because like yeah. I have I have fears of like death and dying and stuff yeah. like that. So going to fights where I'm pretty much gonna pretty much die that that's a hell that's a big no. But I'm one of those people who are like I care about freedom and I I care yeah. about I care about other people's lives and like I, all I can think about is like maybe say for example war does break out ten years down the line. And my my family are like old and and like the knowing that there might be a threat coming over to pretty much kill everybody, my conscience would not like that. I would be like, I want to get out there and protect my family. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, where I'm yeah. like kind of like divided. It's yeah. a tough one. I mean, it is a tough one. But the thing is, you also have to look at it this way that, um, it's the it's the big leaders. It's our it's yeah. our big bosses. You know, the ones who own the world. They're mm -hmm. the ones who. They're not getting involved. They just want their peasants. Oh, they yeah. want us. Yeah. You know, they want the lower people, the lower class people, to fight the war for them. And all war is corrupt. Every side. I don't know if there's a, genuinely a good side in war because every side, they've done their bad. You know, like growing up here. What did you hear in school that America were the heroes? And yeah. Were yeah. the heroes? Yeah. Did you see how much, how many people they killed? Innocents they yes, killed. That's you know? true. Yeah. It's it's a tough one, but. Uh, yeah, but like, how, you obviously, so you I said, would probably you, just say no. I'd probably run away yeah, you'd probably to run. another what country, you? you know. Um, I probably, I wouldn't want to be involved in it at all, to be yeah. honest. Uh, just solely because of, like, history. And, like, yeah. how even people, like, with PTSD. Yes. And stuff like that there. Like, how you can come out of that scene. Like, yeah. people, you, you make friends with on the way, dying of desire. Yes. Yeah. And even have the chance of dying as well. To, you don't even know what. Everyone can think it's gunfire, but yeah. it could be a bomb. It could be gas. It could be anything. You just yeah. die to you die to exhaust exhaustion yeah, or exactly. even diseases. Yeah. You know, like transfit transfit what was it? I transfit 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 there that mm -hmm. happened to you. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like uh it just increases your chances of dying and I I'm not in any position no. to die yeah. soon. Like, so. so we all agree like we would pretty much check it out and be like, yeah. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no you look just rational. You look in the past that uh, I'm sure your ancestors some of them were involved in the world wars. Yeah. And uh, Thomas's oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Uncle Francie. Yeah, so um, he was I have the last ever postcard that he wrote to his wife. Okay. Back in World War One, and the last things he said before he died by a bomb in the trench was that I'll see you at Christmas. Oh. And it's sad to think that that was his last ever card he sent to his wife. Yeah. And like, imagine if like if I, <laughs> touch wood, <laughs> I don't yeah. like, there's no way to touch wood if I like if I get married in the future. Um. And like I'm out there fighting the war. I don't want to be separate from my wife and not not knowing like if I'm gonna die yeah. or not. You know, it's, that's, yeah. that's 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 petrifying. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's absolutely like, petrifying. I feel like there is a thing. Like I feel like everyone always seeks peace. Yeah. Like everyone wants peace, but see, to be honest, like in my opinion, like you'll never ever find peace. No. Pe peace, peace will never. It's like because of sin. Yeah. That's another thing. But that's for another episode. That's for another. It's a true. It's a true statement because there there'll just never be peace. Like everyone wants it, but they'll ne they'll never be it. Everyone just has it's. Everyone's just too evil. Yeah. Like everyone always has evil in their hearts. Like so. Yeah. Everyone is always going to be, uh, seeking peace, but never actually going to be able to get it just because of um how the world is. We think of our ancestors. We think. We don't want to go through this. No, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to change the topic to, oh, a, to a lighter note. Yes, no, this to is a how we finish. Yeah, no, the to, lighter notes. Yes, to a lighter notes. <laughs> George. Oh God. When was the last thing you went to Limelight? 
<laughs> so, if you guys don't live in Belfast, uh, you won't know that there's a popular nightclub here called Limelight. Or, uh, as people may know, Limeshite. Um, well, <laughs> I think it's Limeshite. Lime there's, there's nothing there. Well, look, there's, but there's, um, there's not many uh, nightclubs in Belfast. There is, there's loads of nightclubs. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of bars, but not a lot of nightclubs. There's loads of nightclubs. Thompson's, Limelight. Thompson's Limelight. Lux. Cookies, uh, uh, Nasty. Cookies. Well, are they Cookies. nightclubs? They are nightclubs. Uh, as long as you can dance in it, it's a nightclub. Think about is it? it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Are we discussing the definition <laughs> of a nightclub? No, right. So the top, what I wanted to say yeah, yeah. is we're going to be talking about well, you're you don't have to be a part of this because you're, you're, you're the only one who's in this shit. He's a guest. He has to say about this. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> Would you like to start with your worst drunken experience? Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, parents, if you're watching this. Oh, God. Um, my worst drunken experience. The thing that comes to the top of my head has to be. It's not the finger. It is no, the finger. I'm going to talk about it anyway because that's the most embarrassing thing I've done. <laughs> right, so we're in filthies. If anybody knows what filthies is, it's, filthies. it's um, very filthy. We, it, who was it? it? Was me, you, and Jonathan, Jonathan Boyd. But was it not someone else? Was it not someone else? No, me, you, and Johnny. Yeah. That's it. yeah. Okay. Luke so was there as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So it was the fear of us, and we went to filthies, and I was like, I think I was, uh, I was pretty much shit faced, wasn't I? I was, I was pretty much shit faced. A little drunk. Yeah. At least. Uh, I, I, I hardly remember. But he's that. always drunk. I hardly remember that night. <laughs> Anyway, so we were there, and uh, of course, me and George were both single. We we're trying to mingle, and um, we come across this group. Well, I come across these this group of girls, don't I? Yeah, it's just me. They're quite. Um, they were. They're, they're quite they were flirty, all, but they no, were on some kind of drugs. drugs. You can they see were their eyes. On they were drugs. Were they were on drugs. I I hate drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they looked like they were on drugs, but I didn't realize. Don't take drugs. None yeah. of us do. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah. I just thought they were just drunk. I didn't realize they were yeah, on drugs. Yeah. And uh, these two girls, uh, my beard, by the way, was longer by this time. So these these girls, they must they must like, love beards because they were doing this to me, like oh yeah, like they were doing that. So I was trying to do a flirty thing, doing this. Ooh. Now don't pick uh, up any. Don't listen to Thomas's <laughs> pick up lines yeah. or anything. It won't yeah. work. So it never works. But anyway, so I was doing that, and then she started to do it back to me. She was like, ooh, I I was checking you know, like when you do. Arr, arr. I accidentally bit her finger and she screamed and she ran away. <laughs> now, oh actually, my. let me defend Thomas. Gosh. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna defend him. No, no, no. I'm actually gonna defend him because I will say she was on drugs. No, no, no. But I will say, I will say earlier in the night, I was saying to Thomas we should slap their ass and bite their ass. So. I will take a bit of blame because I think subconsciously he thought I need to bite this one. I'm just going to so, censor that bit there. No, you're not saying this. Is I'm censoring this. No. no. Shit. No sense. So we were, me and Johnny were subconsciously, sorry Johnny, we were subconsciously saying about, you know, biting women and all that and having a bet like, if you go and bite that woman's ass, we'll, I'll pay you. Anyway, I think Thomas subconsciously took that and he said, like, I need to bite this woman. So he goes and bites his her finger, but it wasn't that hard. No, I, I didn't even think about that. To be honest, I was just. Do you know how I? Right, I'm the I'm the most kind of like cheesy romantic guy in the okay. world because that was another thing. Well, I'll get to that in a second. I was told go and talk about the hand thing, but I will go back in this in a sec. You know what I'm on about the hand thing, Thompsons. Oh, no, I'll talk about it in a second. I'll talk about it in a second. But no, anyway, no, no, no. hey, if you um, want to join us on a night out, tell us. Oh shit, um, <laughs> it's always fun. What and dangerous. I, what was I talking about? 
the finger, yes, yeah. but then... And then her, her brother came and wasn't happy about it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, that's another thing. <laughs> right, I might as well didn't talk about the hand thing because I didn't mention that thing. Right, so... Well, that's not about your worst night. Your worst night is when talking. you're pissed and me and my dad had to drag him into my dad's car and bring him home. <laughs> and his mom was oh, there then, as well. Well, then, speaking of drunken nights, don't want to tell about banger. No, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so um, yeah, so I bet her finger and her brother came over and said, Oh, did you, did you, did you uh, try, uh, did you bite my, my, my sister's finger? And I was like, uh, uh, I didn't mean to, it was a mistake. And he was, he was definitely like a rugby player. He was, he was, he was built like a tank. I was about to get my shit kicked out. Um, <laughs> thankfully, he was just like, right, okay. And they just walked off. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about the hand because like, uh, as I said no, before, I am no. a very cheesy, romantic guy. This is the worst. And I, cho I chose the worst spots in the entire world to be doing this method, right? The drug so, haven of Thompson. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we were in Thompson. I think it was me, you, it was just me and you. Yeah, just me and you. Yeah, yeah. and we went to Thompson's, and Thompson's grass, I wrote two words. Yeah. No, I wrote two stuff on my hands. So one of them was, uh, uh, would you go out with me? Mm -hmm. uh, and then I had to do that to the girl, and she had to choose which hand. So one hand would say yes, one hand would say no. Okay, that's good. That's good. And some of them, some of them did press yes, and then realized that I said yes. They're like, oh shit, and then just walked away. And he was pissed. He was pissed. He was very right, fired. Well, yeah. Um, okay. Do you want me to go? Or no, I want to. By the finale, or is no, I'm going to talk to. I'm going to talk about your experience in Bangor because I know every single detail. You don't because I don't because I was gone. Yeah. Um. So. It was me and you and Tyler we're in Bangor. If you don't know where Bangor is, it's in Northern Ireland. It's a nice seaside town. Anyway, so we were there. We're having a few drinks. George was completely shit faced out of his yeah, head. We're talking and, very drunk. And we came to the last. So we I did spend over fifty quid. Yeah, and we went to. Uh, we, we pretty much did a bar crawl around Bangor, yeah. and our last stop was Hop House. If anyone knows Hop House, is a great bar. Go check it out. Uh, but anyway, we got there. <laughs> And George being George, he tries to flirt with things. Every single girl that he sees. The thing is, I was so drunk that it wasn't much of a flirt. It was like, where's the <laughs> I was saying it the loudest, the loudest I could. And there, were, there was women sitting next to me yeah. and I felt bad. Yeah. I was like, where's the Thomas? And I was like so pissed. And uh, we get up. And no, no, it was the fact that Tyler went home early. Yeah. He was like, oh, he, he was pissed as well. But he, and, so uh, but he, you were worse than Tyler. Oh. But we stayed, uh, we stayed out Jameson's, after. I had bottles of Jameson's and all that. No, for fun. Yeah, he was yeah. mixing a lot. But anyway, um, he left and there was just me and George. And I was like, right, no, we're getting home. But the thing is, obviously, we live in Belfast and Bangor's like a train journey anyway, And this was like midnight, so there was no public transport. And I was not willing to get a taxi. That's going to be expensive as hell. So there was a hotel in Bangor. And I said to George, right, give me your car details and we'll uh, book us like two rooms for, for a hotel. He does that. We booked the hotel. On our way to the hotel, he collapses to the ground and passes out. He w it was pretty much like he was dead because he yeah. was not moving at all. Yeah. And all I could hear was like like very subtle breathing. Yeah. I, I was yeah. starting to kick him as well. I was like, George, this is not Wasn't funny. Good. Wake up, Wasn't wake good. up. Wasn't good. So I had to phone his parents and they took him back home. <laughs> and what was worse, that we were sat outside this casino and the casino workers came out. <laughs> He puked everywhere, and thank, thank God that I went to the hotel, but the next morning I walked past that casino, <laughs> and the banger council was there washing his puke off the pavement. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, banger. 
Okay, now, now look, it's your turn. Yeah. Is there any Most funny? It doesn't have to be a drunken story, but Most any embarrassing funny or embarrassing yeah. stories you've had experienced? The, the only time I've been like like mad drunk yeah. uh, would have because I only I rarely get drunk to be honest. I only get usually drunk like two times a year. Okay, so we should follow his example. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get drunk anymore. So no, no. Uh, okay. Okay. I, last time I was drunk there was on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. and I was like with my workers and um, for bread pizza. Yeah. Uh, and luxury and shakes as well, and we were right there. And we were at this place that called the Surf Shack. Yeah. Uh, and they do Belfast pubs. They yeah. said they do the pedal pubs. So uh, before that, I was at home and I made myself a cocktail. Yeah. We were talking like peach schnapps, peach schnapps. Uh, some I think it was like uh, some other juice as well. I think I forget what it was. Basically, it was essentially a wee wee. So cranberry okay. juice, uh, peach schnapps, yeah. all that sort of shit. And then I had the what here's the thing. It wasn't like like a glass or a bottle. It was a three liter tank of a cocktail. So like George, you ever, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you ever get that thing? So you go like you're in a doctor's room and this, and you have like, the wee water of the plastic cup. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And the wee tank of water yes, top. Yes, like that. It was like that. You had the whole thing. I I had the whole thing. <laughs> so George, you know where they're going next time. And bear in mind, bear in mind, I was at twelve. Uh, this was like at like eleven o'clock in the morning. And I'm working, so I, I, I keep drinking and drinking and drinking. Nobody else is drinking. Everyone's waiting until they get the pedal pump. They start drinking. And I'm drinking and drinking. By the time I'm already on the pedal pump, I'm already out of it. And I'm like, holy f***. Did you pass out or were you just dead? Oh, oh, I almost passed out. Oh, so okay. so you were very pissed. So no, but here's the thing. Like, I was working really like hard on the thing. On yeah, the pedal was, yeah. When I was here, like, really hard. <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, like fucking it. And everyone's like, oh, look, 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 go no. And I got there. Like, all the people that were walking by, I was like, you. <laughs> they're just like a little, like a granny with a wee really, like and I go, you <laughs> love it. <laughs> and something like that there. And, 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 and I just kept saying, that. every time, every time I saw a person, they like, looked at me and cheered on. I go, you love it. <laughs> and I was out there, and they did this thing where like, we're like, oh, they're even like a suck. Like basically, when you're doing that, it's bumpy and all. Yeah. And if you have your drink out in a cup and it spills out, you basically there's no cleaning of it. You have to actually lick it off. Thing or you have to suck it off. So everyone was going like, suck it off. Everyone else was so awkward about it. Maybe as soon as I got my opportunity to suck it off, I was like, all of it flipping the table. But basically, by the time we got back, it's uh, so a shock. I'm absolutely smashed. Uh, they had a halfway break. I'm doing YMCA. Belfast City Hall. And then after that, there, we're back at the surf shack again. And then when we're at the surf shack, I'm absolutely out of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just walking everywhere, uh, and then what happens is I start mixing my drinks. Oh, shit. So I had, I had a cock, I had like this cocktail slush thing. Yeah. Uh, but one of my workers gave it to me, and I was like, "No, listen, don't be giving any more alcohol. No, no, I've had too much." Like out there, and then she was like, "No, look, no, look, you're getting more." It's the Belfast way. More vodka in it, and I didn't have vodka. <laughs> With my, you know, a peach snaps and a bit of vodka and cranberry juice, but it was like this, like slush. Yeah. So I had that. I drank it, and I was moving around. I was going around the place. I was bumping into people, accidentally making people pour drinks and all that sort of stuff. And then, like all of a sudden, I just hit. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so so sick. <laughs> and to a point in my head, like even when I'm in a drunken state, I was like, I was trying to try to think serious. Like, look, you're drunk. <laughs> you're about yeah. to, you're about to be sick. Uh, so I basically like when he caught us sat there for a bit, and everyone looked at me and was like, "Are you right?" Look, and I was like, 
Uh, you know, like, like yeah, sometimes when yeah. you're, you feel like you're about to be sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're about to be sick, and then like you don't feel like speaking because if you feel like you yeah, speak, you're yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, so I, people come over and say, "Are you like, like, tap me on the back?" And I go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "I got there." And then uh, basically after that, there it just hit me all of a sudden. Uh, bear in mind, my girlfriend was not in the picture. Like she was uh, out helping one of her friends because yeah. she got like uh, lots of like. She got something spilled all over. Oh, right. Um, could it be me? Didn't know. <laughs> uh, but she got something spilled over. So she went back to her house, uh, which is a, a wee hike away, and then came back. So I was sitting there, uh, and then all of a sudden, it just came to me, and I just free up, oh. and I sat there uh, in the toilet, free up like completely, and I was like, oh, this is bad. Like, but um, what happened was uh, my mate took a picture of me, but it looked so dodgy yeah. because there was like. When I looked back at the picture and I actually saw it, it looked like there was like a needle on the floor. So then I was like, whoa, what? Uh, is that like, is that what I think? <laughs> uh, so you see me throwing up on a toilet with a picture and then you see a needle on the floor. You're like, oh my gosh, this guy is out of it. So I was like, no, that's not me. That wasn't me, no, I was just sitting there. So I was like, uh, it must have been either some people before we came in or it must have been yeah, someone yeah. from my group, which yeah. I don't know about. But uh, it, it just looked like a needle. I, it could have been not. Yeah. But basically, after that, there we had the walk from Surfshack, which is like, uh, you know where the Castle Court is. Yes. So the right Castle, so the front of Castle Court, all the way to the points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I remember just walking there with uh, my girlfriend's mate, and she was like, make, just looking after me all. And I was just looking at the floor. I was like, looking around Belfast, like Belfast looks class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I eventually got to the. To the point and I was like I'm only drinking water only I'm sort of sweating my bollocks off and then I literally just like sitting in the corner of points and I was just passed out I was just like it's here like just completely laid out flat and then like people come in to me going like I right mucker and I was like right, <laughs> what's yeah, I remember you fuck's sake here what's the crack I basically the whole night and then after leaving the points we went to Thompson's by the time, oh, the time oh, I got the Thompson's I was okay. I was I was sobering up. I was still out of it. My head was even sore. Uh, but then it sort of flushed out after I went to the toilet a couple of times, and yeah. then I started drinking even more. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, no, no, and no, then no. after that, I got a go wee bit drunk. But then I, I, after that, it was just a great night. I don't really get like mad drunk. drunk yeah. I, I just I, you sort of basically have to get drunk with me to, to understand. How <laughs> and basically, I'm just bonkers. I'm just yeah. I'm just nuts. Like uh, like me, I'd be like uh, some guy would be like going up to me, and I'm like, hey, mate, you just. Well, <laughs> when I got there, like I just speak my mind usually when I'm uh, when I'm drunk. But yeah. Um, whenever I'm drunk, we'll talk about this. Like what we do. So obviously you're just a bit mad anyway. Yeah. Um, for me, whenever I'm drunk, you notice there's a lot, especially at limelight. Obviously, because you always drag me there. I just dance. He puts it all in his mouth, and, and he I just goes like this. I just dance. I don't know. I get into such a dance mood. And he does. No one can talk to him. He just does. His I, just, thing. I just, I just, I just dance. I just dance. <laughs> I don't know. I prefer. But I try dancing. to talk to girls. That's what I try to do. But yeah. You're dead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 well, that's a thing. Like, see, see, like, you know, like, even like nightclubs. You know, I feel like nightclubs are like designed for places to have fun, but also for to meet and socialize with new people. No, so that gives you an opportunity to meet. Like, it's true, but there's a lot of people. I know. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, that's the difficult thing because a lot of especially girls. You gotta try anyway. It's difficult because a lot of girls who do no, they go to nightclubs, right? to get away from all of that, to have fun, 
And then there's people like you, not so me, but you, <laughs> who would try and intervene into that and try and hook up them. And whenever they don't want to hook up, they just want to have fun. I so just, that's why I would just stick with these dating apps. I know it sucks, but like that's what it's made there well, for. Well, this is going to get into another topic. Okay, here we go. I, I absolutely hate dating apps. I know, I hate them too. Like, honestly, I, I, don't, get, I don't get anything on um, them anymore. Um, I but, think this is one thing I've always believed in, right? One thing I believe in a lot is don't chase love, let love chase you. That's what I believe in yeah. too. That's so, what I believe like, you will never, like, if you constantly cha- chase Luke, love, yeah. you, it, I, don't, I honestly don't think that is really love you're chasing. Yeah. It's more like just you're, 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 just more, lust, you're more lustful. Yeah. 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 So, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it depends. I, I, I think some people or some men might want to have a really deep meaningful yeah. relationship with a, a woman, and that's completely fine. Yeah. It just depends on the circumstances. Yeah, no, that's, that's me. I believe um, in that. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Like, uh, with me, I just think that, like, apps and stuff like that there, they're not designed. Like, no. they, don't get me wrong. I could, like, a lot of people could be having a very good experience on dating up and they could have the love of their lives and be married and have yeah. a relationship. And that's fine. For me though, in my experience, uh, I didn't, I wasn't even looking for a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Uh, I met my girlfriend. Yeah. Like it was, it's so, it just it just happens. It's so mad how yeah. we even met because we we actually met online yeah. on, on a game called VR Chat. Nice. And I joined a world, a uh, Japanese world, yeah. at an exact time, an exact day, an exact nice. date. And that I, if she didn't join that world at that yeah. exact time, exact date, I would have never met her. Yeah. And like, see, and that, that's how mad it yeah. is. Same with mine, my ex. No, because we're obviously we're talking about like finding love and stuff like that. But yeah, no, because the way I it's like the same as yours, but. I, so I would obviously, so I met my ex back in high school, so this was like eight odd years ago. Yeah. And the way that I met her was, it was, I don't know, I felt like it was like in a movie. I don't know, that, that, and that's why I would love to find someone, like if it was just like in the right moments. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's like we're not looking for it, it just finds us. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Um, because the way I met her was like, um, it was our friend Matthew and uh, Tanya. And they invited me out to this to, to see Captain. This this is how long ago it was. It was to see Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah, so that's, oh how, that, that's how long ago it was. So we went to see that, and she uh, they were like, "Oh, we're going to bring our friend Amy down." I said, like, "Okay." I was like, "Yeah, sure." So that's where I met her. But the thing is, whenever I met her, her dad collected us from the car park, and she stepped out of the car, and I I, I I don't know. It just felt like a romantic move where there was nothing else. It was just her, and I was standing there for like a good like five minutes just staring at her <laughs> and yeah. my Matthew Matthew actually said you okay I, I, I kind of like had to like snap out of it like, like I appreciate you know, what you guys are saying about you know things happen when you don't look for yeah. it but you know this is another part with uh difficulties of being a man and it's the fact that uh if you're not you know actively trying to um, talk to a woman it is very rare that they're gonna approach you but would you rather have something real or fake because the more you look for it, then it might be fair. Yeah, but that could happen anytime. You know, I, I, I honestly think it should happen like in a natural sense. Like I feel like, for example... But people these days are online all the time and they, they won't go up and talk to you. Like I try and go up to talk to random people in the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's rare for people our age to just go... You know, have a natural interaction because people are on their phone. They're they're in their own world. They're in their own world. Well, of course. Well, you know that that shows it. It shows where people's priorities are. Like you need you need to meet someone that might, that matches your priorities. Yeah. Like let's say you you meet someone and then you look like a, like a nice girl, 
um, and they're the blood later on, you try to conversate with them, but they're mostly on their phone and you don't want that, and that's not the person for you. Yeah. Or that or you what you do is you communicate or you have communicate because I think that's number one, like in any any relationship at all. It's about all, communication. It's always like that's number one over everything. Communication like, and listening is yeah, always important. Yeah, like always just like being there and always listening and also being able to like, that's one thing as well, I think it's like a lot of uh what happens and what happens like with relationships after three years usually is the average of thinking relationships uh like tear apart uh i'm like one of like the fifth september here's my me and my girlfriend's second year oh, nice. so we're almost getting the three years and we've talked about it, like oh like usually couples end up after yeah. three years and stuff like that behind the future and stuff uh, like and then we were like wow we're gonna we're gonna break that concept <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically um it, it's more just about when you're you're talking, but you're not actually speaking your mind. Yes. You're not actually saying what is on your mind to, um, to women. And the reason why people do, or men feel like they don't do that is because it makes them, or they feel like it's vulnerable. Yeah. It, it makes them feel like they're not a man or they're yeah. not talking about that sort of stuff. And I think people should. Yeah, You should always talk to uh, your second person yes. about anything. Yeah. It shouldn't be held back. And yeah. usually that's how like, even marriages end. They yeah. just, it's a build up over time. Yeah. They never apologize at all for anything and then to the point where like it's this boiling point where they just calm it off each yeah. other they can't move on they can't progress forward so then they just yeah. go find someone else yeah but that's usually it i usually say like love love does have a way of finding people it does hit it, it is in everyone's heart but i feel like if you just overseek it too much because in my head when i was going out and i was trying to yeah you know like i remember when i was even a wee kid and i was going like all meal xx who looks a meal you know, you're not really looking for a relationship yeah. at that time you're like all your friends are like oh i have sex and i think sex is class felt so good then you're like oh i want it as well <laughs> so i'm gonna go meal meal and all up there but uh no um i, I feel like you know, you need to find someone that has their priorities straight. She's mature. Yeah. He understands what they want in life. So, uh, also like independency as well. Yes. I think it's really important for uh. Not even that. In relation to it, you both need to have the independencies, but also be able to like find a middle ground. Yeah. 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 Course, and and that and that's what is or what I believe yeah. is needed. I don't like okay. the word feminist, but I, 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 I am like a feminist. Really? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. what was that whole thing you just said? I'm going to put it, play it back. Oh, just that one on the ass, Thomas. I know, but some women like it rough, you know, and you get... Not every single woman. Well, really. So that's... It depends on rope. No, mate. That, no, well, no, 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 no. If you're talking like slapping the ass, that's only all for the bedroom. It's yes. Only after. Only after the <laughs> consent. You need, to, you need to treat them with respect. And consent. And you need to be humble. Yes. And have that. But and if then, they want it, yes, of course. Like, don't well, like know. if they're if they're gonna be like all flirty and all, but they're not like you know it doesn't mean slap on the ass. If they want, like, like yeah. can you slap me on the ass or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. But like, I just don't think you should do it no. at all until you get to the best or yeah. until you just get to a good, a good stage. Yes. Not straight away. Hey, I don't do that. I don't do that though. Yeah. I'm a jet. I am a jet. Speaking, speaking, speaking are, are we gonna are we gonna end this up or we are we're gonna end this yeah, up? Before okay. it gets yeah, before I get to talk about feminism. <laughs> okay. okay. No, let's let's end this up here. So yeah, we might as well just end this now because we talk about a lot. I think yes. this is pretty much like an R. Has it yeah. been an R? Ooh, we started out like Florida? Yeah, that's yeah. about an R. Um so yeah guys, thanks very much for watching this very first podcast and thank you very much for Luke for coming yeah, on board. No um so like me and George said, we're gonna pretty much talk about anything on this podcast and like if you want to talk about something specific, you can message one of us, we'll bring on to the podcast 
and we can literally just talk about anything. That's what it's all here yeah. for. That's what it's called virtual party. It's a party. It's a party of and we won't civilize. You say what you want, and that's it. Yes. So guys, thanks for watching, for listening, and we'll see you next time.